Connected Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. My name is Jack, and I'm sitting here with my lovely co-host, Chris. How's it going tonight? Yeah, I'm lovely. That's right. <laughs> hey. Hello, everybody. Welcome to, what is this, episode 23? Episode yep. 23 on the 21st night of September. It will be released yeah, on music. the 20th. It'll be, it'll be on the 23rd, yes, but we're recording on the 21st night of September, so cue the music. And, yep. yeah. <laughs> All right. A um, little Let's... bit of a normal week. No, no guests. No, nothing like that. Just going to be us. We got news. We got ride of the week. And then we got uh, something a little bit special for the second half, I guess. Right? It's kind of fun. Yeah. All right, so shall we jump into news? Yeah, I'll let you start because this one's uh, big for you. Okay, yeah, so um, White Lightning is now open with the new GCI steel track in a little section um, towards, or it's in the second half of the ride going, like it's close to the break run. It just opened tonight, I believe. And I'm going to try to go soon, but I'm very excited for this. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait for to see more of this steel track put on to coasters. And I think that this could reference um, or affect GCIs more specifically. Like, we were going to talk about coasters that this could come to. And I'll just start it off real quick with Wildcat at Hershey. I definitely think that that is one that could have GCI treatment rather than an RMC. Um, I think that that makes more sense because, you know, having GCI work on a coaster that they've already worked on previously, giving it the steel track. And I think a lot of, uh, big coaster enthusiasts would be a lot more, or they would be more okay with that than having RMC come in and completely redo it. Cause it would still be a GCI, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be... It'd be an interesting move, and part of me almost would rather them see um, would rather see them keep it more true to the original layout. Uh, mm-hmm. Like maybe don't do inversions. Yeah, you could make the airtime a little stronger. Maybe some of the hills a little more defined, but it doesn't need to be. I don't. I don't think GCI is going for GCIing if. You, like they're not going to try to GCI a coaster as we've referred to RMC RMCing a ride. Yeah, I think if they were to do ground ups like that, and that would be more similar to uh, something with inversions, maybe launch because we know that the Infinity Flyers can do launches. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just more more crazy stuff would be for the ground ups. But I would really like to see them keep layouts more similar to the original with this new steel track. Yeah, although I'll be honest, I'll be surprised if we ever see another launch on a coaster that has a wood support structure. Well, I have suffered through all of it. I can tell you, wood and launch don't mix in any capacity. So, but that's I'm just sure my thoughts on it. Figured out. Yeah. yeah, but it does look awesome. Um. My big thing when I saw, I mean, like, we kind of all pieced it together pretty quick. 
It's like, oh, they're shutting down White Lightning. GCI is teasing something. Oh, they must be trying out the new track. I mean, it seems very logical. We were all right in the end. I think the thing that shocked me the most was, one, the section of track they chose, and two, the length of it. Um, mm-hmm. Mainly because the section of track they chose, now I haven't ridden light, Lightning, so take that as you will, but Chris has. Based off POVs, that does not seem like the most like intense section of the ride. Am I right in thinking that? Yeah, it, it, it's really just like a little airtime pop and no no laterals, no po- positives, really. Yeah, that's one of the tamer sections. Once you get towards the end, it kind of meanders a little bit. Yeah, well, and then the other thing was it's a very short section of track, like maybe mm-hmm. 250, 250, 300 feet max. That's really all that they did. And so, yeah, I understand them starting with a shorter section and then maybe adding on over time as they figure or learn about how the track is performing. But I think it just surprises me that they went with a honestly very like low intense section. Like I expected something like the turnaround where there are more forces acting on the track. Yeah, or even the drop. Or the drop. I, I guess I just expected them to put it in a more high-stress area. Yeah, they. Uh, my guess is they probably um, picked that section because it's low to the ground, just easy to, to get to. That's also probably true. And then I could also see the argument for, well, it's the first one, so we don't want to, you know, bite off more than we can chew. Yeah, I was hoping that they were going to do at least part of the double-up because that double-up, you end up losing a lot of speed on that ride. And I was hoping that if they did steel track on that, it would maybe speed it up a little bit and you'd have better pacing. But, hey, it's fine, you know. They're just testing it out. I don't think it's going to make a huge difference. I expect that spot to be smoother, but that's about it. That's not one of the bright spots of the ride anyway, so. Yeah, but nonetheless, it's cool to see them actually um, working on this because that means that they actually do, like, want to pursue this as a concept. So. Mm -hmm. That being said, let's move on to the hotness of all hotness. Velocicoaster who? Huh? I'm sorry, this has, like, better theming than Velocicoaster, it looks like. Oh, well, yeah, it's Fantasialand, but still, Velocicoaster's gonna be better, because Velocicoaster's massive. I mean, yeah, but also, are we sure about that? Yes, because apparently Fly's not super forceful. True. But anyway, we're talking about Fly at Fantasialand, and oh my gosh, it looks fantastic. Yeah, uh, when I first saw it, I wasn't, like, blown away. I was like, yeah, but Rookberg's still better. And, and then... You or, mean wait. Klugheim? Oh my gosh, Klugheim. Rook, Rook hold on. <laughs> Are you having a seizure yeah. over there to quote Marcus? Maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, Klugheim's still better. And I still think Klugheim's better, but I, oh, I looked agree. at it even more, and oh my gosh, it does look amazing. It, like, the area around it looks absolutely massive and fantastic. And even Fly, though while it doesn't look like the best coaster ever, still looks awesome. Yeah, well, and even what's, what's crazy about it is that it looks huge, but it's tiny. Mm-hmm. Like, how much the room they squeezed this into are, like, just, it was tiny. But anyway, <laughs> I think, going back to you, what you're saying, I think Klugheim as a whole land looks better because the theming, 
looks more dense. And I know pictures aren't going to do it justice, obviously, but it just looks more massive and bold, Klugheim. Whereas <laughs> Rookberg, while there's theming, it feels kind of more sparse. But apparently, the whole thing is that Fly has an insane storyline and cue line that people aren't getting to take pictures of because of the policy that the park has in place. Well, if everything works out, Jack, we'll be able to tell for ourselves next year. Well, yeah, and I had that conversation a couple times this week. So had our European trip happened, we would have missed riding Fly by um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 18 days. Yeah. So while I am super sad that that trip didn't happen, I guarantee you there would have been a little like fit of like, a, there would have been a like, are you freaking kidding me moment? Like when we found out that Fry was open. So, yeah. Well, but anyway, it looks great. I can't wait to see it for myself. Um, yeah. I, I'm interested to see where it ranks as far as like that park and, and, it, like as far as best coaster because i'm kind of like taryn's still the king i think it's gonna be three i for think me. yeah either two or three I, i'm not sure if i'm gonna like black mamba or fly yet but hopefully we'll find out next summer black i mean black mamba just looks fantastic now while we're on that just talking about fantasia land as a whole we also got to talk about their hotels because the charles Lindbergh hotel oh oh yeah it looks really cool like the little pod things. Mm-hmm. So the question is, would you want to stay there and get an overlook of Fly or stay at the uh, Black Mamba Hotel and have a balcony that just walks out and Black Mamba is right there? I don't know. I'm, I'd have to like see how good of a view of Fly you get from oh, the... Oh, I'm pretty sure that there are places where the clearance envelope could almost scrape the rail, like the rail of the um, hotel. I am now looking for pictures, but I know that the one near Black Mamba um, has really good views. So I'm interested, because I haven't looked a ton at the Hotel Charles Lindbergh, but... I mean, I, I wouldn't definitely consider staying there if you get enough view. I'm trying to look right now. But what would your opinion be? See, I think I'd want to stay at the Black Mamba Hotel just because um, I just, Vacoma's amazing and all that now, but I just like the look of a B&M a lot more. Plus, I mean, if when we do this, I'm hoping to have a dedicated, like, time-lapse camera by then or something and i just want to put a camera on the balcony and time-lapse for an entire day yeah i can't find any good pictures i don't know it it depends i'd have to see but if we go i'm definitely gonna try to stay at one of the hotels yeah my dad and i've already agreed that when we go we're staying on site because Mm -hmm. we want to see some roller coasters from our room plus you get in early all right um i'm just looking at the hotels now hold <laughs> images 
yeah, the view out of Hotel Matama is just being yeah. there, and I love that. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm I'm on their website right now. I'm looking to see. Yeah, that's what I was on too, and I couldn't find anything. But I mean, these rooms just look so awesome. Like, there's no denying just how amazing they look. I mean, this whole park, we're going to talk about parks in the later half of the show. And I think this park could be on. Um, oh, my uh, goodness. What? I figured out where the view is. Okay, send me pictures now. Yeah, I'm really thinking that. Here, hold on. Um. Here, I'm just going to send you the link to where I am, and then you can look at the last two pictures, and you can ba- you can see where the balconies are. General. It's loading slowly. You can see where the entrance to the hotel is and where there's, like, a balcony. Oh, that looks awesome. It's just not loading. This. Do you want to drop the link in again? Yeah, hold on. Anyway, while we're he, while he's doing that, the next bit of thing on the news list is a Velocicoaster is having a pull through test right now, and they've put um the engine logo on. They've, so the trains are wrapped, obviously, so we can't see what they look like. But they've wrapped the trains with an engine wrap. An engine um, is a... I'm not a big Jurassic Park friend or fan, but it's one of the brands from in those movies, which is pretty darn cool. I mean, the fa- I mean, the fact that they're playing into it and they're, like, teasing us all to death is great. Um, I just... I still am on, like, team just open the thing without even like just the name is announced the day the ride opens Mm -hmm. i think that's just the way you gotta do it but yeah it looks awesome i think right now it's like on its way up the top hat (laughs) yeah they they just kind of have it sitting up there right now uh i'm like i hope that they just hurry up and then start testing but i know that's unrealistic but yeah the pull through testing Makes me excited because we're getting closer and closer every single week. Seems like we have an update for this thing, and there's not much more I can say than I'm still really excited about it. Yeah. Okay. In keeping with Intamin, um, Intamin goodness, apparently they just kind of, you know, finished the Intamin Mega at Wallaby Belgium. <laughs> yeah, that was just kind of, okay, it's done now. Nobody saw it coming, but yeah. And holy crap. Yes, it's massive. Airtime. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lots of airtime. It's modern day expedition G-Force, I think. That really is what it looks like. It looks fantastic. Again, another park. Gotta go ride that thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, it, it looks amazing. It'll probably be a top 10 coaster in Europe if we're being realistic. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah, it looks awesome. So, um, Now we have some sad news. It's just sad, though. 
Yes, I wanted to ride it. It looked cool and unique. Even if it would have ended up sucking, it's like still massive Aero Hyper. Yeah, that's true. Bye, Desperado. Rip Desperado Buffalo Bills. Very sad. I really wanted to ride it, actually, just because where else are you going to find a 200 whatever foot tall Aero Hyper coaster in the desert? Yeah, that's true. Well, that's gone. Sadly, even more sad news. IX Center in Ohio closed. Uh, that was where the indoor theme park, I think, that came around yearly was. That's sad. Less credits for Ohio to get. But they yeah. have Kings Island and Cedar Point, so they're already kind of spoiled. Yeah. Marcus, if you're listening, I can hear you singing the jingle right now. And yeah, why did you sing the jingle on this week's show? Okay, next. <laughs> Uh, okay, um, this looks cool. Oh, yeah, this is this thing. So here's Zamperla comes out of nowhere this week, and they're like, what if we put an axe on the bottom of a drop tower and had that axe go into water? Boom, genius. Yeah, it's a drop tower water ride hybrid. It drops you, and then it splashes, and all the water flies up and gets you soaking wet. Yeah, it I looks hope this awesome. gets added to parks. This looks yeah, so cool. Yeah, me too. If you're familiar with the YouTube channel, how ridiculous when I saw this and I immediately thought of them because they have a they just finished like a giant series of dropping a like literally they had a giant like 10 foot axe made and they just drop it off a um, 150 foot tower onto random stuff. And so I saw this and I was like, did they hire uh, how ridiculous to come up with a ride? <laughs> yeah, anyway, it, yeah, it looks really cool. I think the other, like, you know, I think the really interesting thing I'm, like, curious to see is, like, what are the theming, like, options for this? I was about to say that. (laughs) I could see Dollywood and Silver Dollar City doing some really cool stuff with this. Like, this is, okay, so I have, here's my thought. See, I think this is what we need. We need Stan Checkets and his crazos at SNS to to hear this (laughs) and do this. They need to do a haunted mind drop style ride that goes like down underground into a lake. And so you're just plumping <laughs> into blackness. And then all of a sudden it's just you and you're soaked. Oh man. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Uh I was gonna suggest like <laughs> Think, think drop line at Dollywood, except so you've got like the lake surrounding it, except now it drops into the water. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be cool. I just a haunted mind drop idea. Just imagine, like, it's like, oh, hey, we're going to get on this drop ride. And it's the, like, it's the whole thing is how mind drop. You're on it, you have no clue. They're sneaking the floor out from under you. And when you drop, it's just right in the water. Oh, yeah. It, that'd be cool. There's definitely some cool options of stuff that they could do with that. Yeah, it's uh Yeah, I like this. Some parks mm-hmm. need to some parks need to build this, please. For sure. Uh so now the biggest news other than fly of the week, Silverwood in Idaho. New coaster, stunt pilot, RMC Raptor is a clone of Railblazer. I not a clone, a near clone. We gotta talk about that. Oh fine, near clone. The drop's not entirely 90 degrees. 
and the train setup is different because there's two trains with 10 people each instead of three trains with eight people each. Yeah. That's the I only mean, differences. Yeah, those are the only differences we know. So, so apparently, from the people I've talked to that have toured RMC, they learned their lesson with the first Raptors, and so that's why the drop isn't quite as steep, because they redid the trains and they redid the track a little. And so that's why the drop isn't quite as steep, and the trains can be a little longer. I'm interested to see how it rides. Um, I don't know if I'll get the Silverwood next year or even the year after, but when I do, I'll be interested to see how it rides compared to um, the other two. Uh-huh. Uh, the big thing, this again coming from people I've talked to that have toured RMC in the last year, is that they were working on two coasters. Um, we can't talk about we we can't talk about what they were working on, but we can say that neither of them was this ride. So that begs the question: Was this another park backing out, or was are they still just gonna fabricate this, or like something else happened? Like I'm curious. Well, I could see them working on those first, shipping them out, and then working on Silverwoods because it doesn't take as long to ship. True, because I'm like twenty minutes away. Yeah, put it in a truck and it can be there in 20 minutes. Um, exactly. Even then, you would have expected site clearing and every like thing to start happening by now. So it begs the question, like, was this kind of a last-minute decision? Who knows? Um, I called it. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? Okay, last little thing. You... <laughs> You speak French. Le Viver? I can't. Le Viver. <laughs> that one at Laurent uh, got delayed. Laurent can't even get new editions correctly when they're reused. Laurent <laughs> just can't get anything. The park is trash. You haven't even been there. I don't need to go there. The pictures look like make it look like it's they a. They have a BNM mini hyper. That and their Batman clone look like the only two redeeming qualities. And I'm gonna be honest, Monster. those aren't enough to get me there. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna say anything since I haven't been there. Rip Laurent, it's just sad. Yeah, I feel kind of bad for anybody whose home park is Laurent, mainly for this. Uh, I mean, they weren't even getting a good ride to begin with. Hey, you never know, they could have changed up the trains, did all that sort of stuff, you know. It's six flags. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay. Anyway, moving Ride on. Ride of the week. We're getting down to the end of our RMCs. Three rides left. So we've got Twisted Cyclone, Twisted Colossus, and Lightning Rod. Uh, I have ridden two of these. Jack has ridden all three. We will spin. Spinning now. And this week is... Want to take a guess? The the one you said? No. Lightning rod? Yep. Yeah, we're doing lightning rod this week. Okay, do you want to start and then I'll you go on my love letter? Uh sure thing. Lightning rod is freaking awesome. Um it is my third favorite coaster of all time, my favorite RMC. I love rides that have great terrain usage. This is one of the best uses of terrain there is. The quad down is one of the best elements ever. The launch is awesome. The wave turns give crazy air time. The train used to be the best train of all time, but they kind of Frankenstein it and made it look weird now. 
the queue is awesome. The area around it is awesome. It really does nothing wrong other than be unreliable. Yeah, uh, other than not work. Yeah, it, it is a near-perfect ride. It's one of only four coasters that I give a 10 out of 10 on. Uh, the others being Steel Vengeance, Fury 325, and Time Traveler. It is absolutely amazing, and the main reason I go back to Dollywood pretty much every single year now, and also because Jack's there, but yeah. I was going to say, that's not the main reason you go back. That's because of me, but... Lightning Rod over Jack. Lightning Rod over Jack. That is a truthful statement. If you know me, you know I love that coaster more than life. Uh, Lightning Rod is and will probably always be my favorite roller coaster. I have ridden it. Hold on, let me just go get the number. It's it's um, like 240-something. It is 246. Yep. Um, I have ridden it in every single operational format it has had. 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. I've ridden it all. Zero car, no zero car. Trims, no trims, half trimmed. I've ridden it with everything. It's fantastic. I, I mean... I miss old rods. 2016 Rob was insane. I mean, if you know how fast it was going back then, you know it was, like, truly nuts. It's still nuts now. I mean, it's crazy now, but, man, is it just amazing. The terrain is awesome. The setting is awesome. I mean, I'm just really lucky to have that thing at my home park. And like Chris said, really the only thing that faults it is the fact that it is a... As I, my nickname for it is the most temperamental piece of wood on the planet. And that is probably a very truthful statement because one day it will work, one day it won't, and one day it will roll back 10 times. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Fantastic. I love that coaster. It's amazing. Um, if you haven't ridden it, you need to. Yeah. And that's um, pretty much it for me. Don't come this year. Don't come this oh, year. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to speculate much on what is wrong with the ride because I don't know. I know stuff, but I don't, I can't back it up with facts, like from people at the park. A lot of it is from me having ridden it over the last four and a half years now um, and being able to tell what is wrong with it merely by looking at it. Um, but everything I have heard and everything I have been able to tell by looking at it suggests that we might not be riding Lightning Rod until November at the earliest. There's a decent-sized part of me that thinks we might not be riding it until March. Wouldn't be surprised. But I'm not going to go much into what, there, what needs to be done to get the ride back open. Again, because most of it is just speculation. And also, I don't want to, like, get anyone in trouble. So, mm-hmm. that being said, I love Lightning Rod. It's amazing. I love that coaster. It's amazing. Also, we should mention the hat. We should mention the hat. The hat? The hat. What hat? The hat you were wearing. Oh, yeah. That, that probably was... is one of the reasons we're friends. Yeah, I was worried a lightning rod hat when we met. Put me on and then we started talking. That was pretty much it. Yep. You, you can hear that in what? First episode? 
Yeah, go back and listen to the first episode. While you're at it, listen to every other episode because they're all awesome. Please. So, yeah, that's Ride of the Week. I love that coaster a lot. Chris can testify to how much I love that thing. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> it is good. Uh, I don't want to go ride it. This, this, this is depressing me out because I can't go ride it right now. <laughs> I can't ride Iron Quasi. You can't ride Lightning Rod. Shush, be quiet. No, you deserve it if I can't ride mine. Okay. Probably fair. Anyway, um, on to this next thing. Uh, going to get a little serious for a second. Um, if you pay attention, you know we took last week off from recording. We did that for a reason. A Multiple lot of reasons. Yes. A lot of stuff happened in the coaster community in the last two, well... Yeah, last week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, uh, the last two weeks haven't been very good weeks, and we had some plans set up. Then we ended up having to drop it because of everything that was going on. So we just figured, let's wait for some stuff to cool down and then come back and then go from there. Um, Yeah, we had a couple of guests lined up that were closely involved with the events. None of them were Chad. None of them were Chad specifically. We'll just say that. But we had people that were very closely involved lined up to come on the show last week and this week. Um, But out of respect for them, because they have a lot going on, we decided we're going to push having those guests back on or we're going to have them on eventually. But as of right now, we don't really have dates. That being said, they're guests worth waiting for. One of them is going to be able to tell some awesome stories about a park we all love. And the other one, if you don't know who he is, we got to talk. <laughs> yeah. That be- yeah, it's going to be awesome. We should all, we'll also say this. Um, everything that came to light, um, that it's, that's not good. Like, we stand against that stuff. I know I've changed a couple of the, thrilling moments logos to be pink and we want to just say that like we don't like what he did is not good so Mm -mm. not okay yeah and then um, also rip jake yes uh we that we um let's just take a moment of silence for him because he, he deserves it And thank you all. That I know that means a lot to the coaster community and to his family. He was a great guy. I'm sad I never got the chance to meet him. So, yeah. If you uh, haven't signed the petition to get his thing at BGT, I know that's something a lot of people have been pushing. And then also, I know there was a GoFundMe for funeral service and all that. So definitely, if you can, look into those. Mm-hmm. We'll drop links for those in the show notes down below. Um, mm-hmm. That being said. Let's move on to some positive stuff. <laughs> okay. So yeah. first, um, first one is mine. I don't usually announce when I'm going to be at Dollywood because, I mean, I just go all the time. But I am going to just put it out there because this week's going to be more of a quote-unquote working week because I'll have my camera and I probably won't be riding much. If you're going to be at the park this Friday, September 25th, uh, just reach out and let me know and be happy to meet up, maybe ride a coaster. 
Um, it is so. The reason I'm going this Friday night is Luminites starts, and if Luminites is probably my favorite festival the park does, and it looks fantastic because I was at the park yesterday, and it just everything looks crazy, and I haven't even gotten to see it at night yet. Mm. So yeah, um, if you're gonna be at Dollywood, let me know. We'll meet up. It'll be fun. Ride some Thunderhead because that is like it's running so good. It was running so good yesterday, but. Okay, so now we have the big one. We have a new trip announcement. Both of the Twisted Travelers going on a trip at the same time. To the same place. In less than a month, I will be making my first visit to Hershey Park, and Jack will be returning for his second. And I am very excited. Because you, and I also think, I think about this, you're going to get to ride your 200th coaster. Sky Rush, yes. And you know, it's I've been there for both your 100th and your 200th now. Yeah, that's true. We can yeah. hopefully keep that streak going maybe even next year. Who knows? Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, so we'll be at Hershey. We aren't going to put dates out, I think, because we don't get to see each other that often. So we really do just kind of want to like spend time doing a Hershey and be getting to like hang out with each other. But we'll tons of credit hunting too. We're gonna be going yeah. all day. So so but we will post about like the day before. So if you're gonna be there, we'll be more than happy to meet up and say hi. But we're mm-hmm. gonna yeah. Also, uh we'll be doing Knobles, but we won't be doing that together because of how my schedule has to work out. I'll be doing Knobles the day before we're at Hershey. Chris will be doing it the day after. Yes. Also, I'm excited to do that because I love that park. And the last time I was there, I had like an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. So I'm actually like super excited to have a good amount of time at Knobles. Mm-hmm. And Phoenix has always been high on my bucket list. So getting to, even even with flying turns closed, uh, I knew that if I was going to Hershey, I really, really needed to go to Knobles for Phoenix because I've always really wanted to ride that. I'm very excited. You know, Sky Rush. Uh, Phoenix, Candemonium, Fahrenheit, Great Bear, Lightning Racer. Like, this is, we're going to ride a lot of good stuff. So, mm-hmm. we, we, we got to figure out too if we want to try to record an episode of the podcast to, like together in person or if we just want to kind of, if not, we'll figure that out though later. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We also got to figure out what we're going to do that morning. <laughs> yeah, well, um, we can talk after about that. Okay. After we finish recording, but I, I kind of have an idea okay. of what we might be doing. So, anyway, now moving on to the last segment of tonight's show. This one's going to be fun. Yes, uh, I've been flamed for some of this before. We're just going to, mm-hmm. you know, let me get flamed some more. Marcus, I'm ready. We can fight if you want, but let's go. Uh, we've got. He, our, he is idling our... over there. He's idling over there. So if he just shows up and. At this point, I'm going to be convinced that he's, like, listening to us somehow, but... Yeah, so we're doing our top five parks each. Um, I think I only have really one major hot take in here, which I've already been flamed for before. Although I know Marcus won't like my number five, because he's not a fan of that place anyway. Yeah, Yours you is a little bit different. <laughs> mine <laughs> is... Okay, minus the one. Mine is pretty respectable, I think. Okay, your two and four are weird, especially with your placement of five and three. 
Yeah, well, we're gonna we'll get into that. So, yeah, right. but, but one first. thing before we do, um, we are not ranking our home parks. So I am not ranking Dollywood, and Chris is not ranking any of the Florida parks. Um, I know for Chris, I don't think any of yours would crack your top five. Mine definitely top five. Mine definitely would crack my top five, but we're, I yeah, leave but it out. Bush for, Gardens Tampa is my six, so don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I leave Dollywood out because it would be in a tie for number one, but because of your bias, you know your current number one is better. No, it's not. We're not. Yes, it is. Numbers. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Shush. Be quiet. I'm right. No, you're not. You know it deep down. Okay, go. We're gonna fight in the Hershey Park parking lot. Uh, number five, Six Flags. It. I mean, I know you would wipe the floor with me. You're like, yeah. You, if we actually fought, I'm pretty sure you would like destroy me. But anyways, number five, Six Flags Magic Mountain. I love this place. Let's see. You got X2, Twisted Colossus, Tatsu. Hot take coming in here. I think the fourth best coaster at that park is Viper. Um, full throw. I mean, it's just great. So many coasters. So pretty. Like, I was not expecting it to be as pretty as it was. Uh, California weather. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> you hush. <laughs> um, and uh, construction, the ride, which was really cool to look at. And my name is on it. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, I love Six Flags Magic Mountain. That park was amazing. Every second we spent there was just awesome. And I'll, I mean, if X2 is just that, like the whole park is good. And then you add X2 and it just gets exponentially better. Mm -hmm. So Magic Mountain is my number five. Um, yeah. All right. So my number five is. King's Island. Dumpster uh, fire! Oh, you know it's... You, okay, real quick. Drunk Artisan gets a dumpster fire. You don't think it's a dumpster fire. It's in my top five. It's not a dumpster fire. I agree. It's not as bad as they think it is. Bracing to be tackled by Marcus. Um, but I also don't think it's as amazing as it could be. Yeah, I think every part can be better in some spots. Except for, like, two, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Kings Island, you know, it, it's got pretty solid atmosphere, except for that action zone area. Action uh, zone needs to be destroyed. Kings Dominion has the same problem. But, um, you know, Mystic Timbers is amazing. My favorite GCI. It's just outside of my top ten. Diamondback. Even though it disappointed me a little bit, it's still an awesome ride. Um, Banshee is my favorite invert. Beast is awesome. You know, and I, a lot of people say that it's a top-heavy park, when even then, I don't think the bottom-tier rides of that park are that bad. I mean, Racer's good. Flight of Fear's good. I didn't mind Vortex Nose Around. Adventure Express is a good mind train. Bat's good. And Vertigo is the only ride at that park that I think is hot garbage. He's wrong. I'm right. No, you're not. Um, and then now, now it has Orion. I haven't even been since it opened Orion. Um, you know, I, I definitely need to get out there to ride that at some point because it does look awesome. And Jack has hyped it up a little bit more than I expected him to. So this is so much better than I thought it was gonna be. I'm that's sorry. That's what I'm saying. Which is why I, I want to go. You've made me want to ride it more. 
I definitely need to go back, but even without Orion, Kings Island is a top five park for me. And uh, I don't see it going up, really, unless Orion absolutely blows me away, which I doubt, but we'll see. We also um, got to got to yeah. get you your lights on Flight of Fear ride. That's true. I need that as well. Okay, moving on, number four. This is the one I'm going to get flamed for, I think. Um, Disneyland. Oh, gosh, that's so bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. You haven't even been. You hush. It's like, oh, it's literally, it's so similar to Magic Kingdom, really. Like, okay, let's, let's, let's drop, let's just stop for right here for a second. You are spoiled with Disney. I know, so. I, I know, I was about to say that. Disregard my opinion in this case. I've been going to Disney my whole life. I'm used to the atmosphere and all that. It's not really something crazy special to me anymore, so it's not going to make my top five. And, and yeah, I, I've only been to Disneyland, and I've never been to the world. So you've like, been to California Adventure too. I've also been to Adventure, yeah. But these two parks were—they're just so crazy to me because I'm used to theming that is there. Like Dollywood, we have theming, and it's there, and it looks great. But there's no story, and the immersion is not as like perfect as Disney's is. Walking into Galaxy's Edge for the first time, I was, it's like speechless. Like, where, it's like, how do you do this? So that was my whole, so my whole thing with Disney is, like, the experience we had was so good. Every ride we went on, I just was laughing my head off with how much fun I was having. And I mean, just walking around that park, there was something so special and charming about it. And while, yeah, it is a Disney park, so it's big and corporate and all that. It's also the park that Walt built himself, so there is still so much charm poured into it that it really is like stepping back in time in places. Oh yeah, I think like all four of the world parks, there's a ton of charm to them just because you get that Disney nostalgia. Yeah, I I think that really is what pushes Disneyland so high for me. Now that being said, Disneyland as a whole, I felt was had the better overall atmosphere and cohesion so that's why it gets the lead but i prefer i think most i okay so here's how my ranking of disneyland rides goes soren over california well okay the top three are just all even it's soren um they're all so good there's like four that could all get my number one soren breakout um Smuggler's Run and Matterhorn. I know that one's. Those are like my four favorites there. And two of those are in land, two of them are in world. Oh, also Radiator Springs Racers. Oh, there's so many good rides at that part of those parts. Mm. You know what? They're just, they're both really good. I love both. Disneyland gets the edge because Star Wars and Matterhorn, though. So, yeah. All right. My number four, we've talked about enough. I've gotten flame for it enough. King's Dominion is my number four. I'll Wrong. say it again. Shut up. I'll say it again. Twisted Timbers, top tier RMC in my top five. I-305, second favorite Giga. Ridiculous. And it, it's not even that top heavy. You know, the rides underneath it, except for Grizzly, are all eh. At least Dominator's good. Flight of Fear's good. Rebel Yell's good. Like, it, the only thing that it has wrong is the weird, you know, jumble of 
theming on the left side. But the right side is perfect, in my opinion, as far as atmosphere. International Street is way better than King's Islands. It's got two of my top six coasters, which pushes it way over a lot of other parks already. So I love King's Dominion. I really enjoyed it. I also want to say I'm probably a little bit biased because I really like going to parks when it's a bit cooler. And I went in October. So I think it gets a little bit of a boost for that, for sure. Because I really enjoyed my time there with the weather, too. So it's going to add to it. But yeah, that's my number four. We've talked so much about Kings of Minion lately. I'm not going to throw any more out there, but yeah. Yeah, if you want to hear what we do to fix it, go listen to the episode from two weeks, two, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It should be titled Fixing King's Dominion, so. Yeah, or whether we, it's Fixing King's Dominion or Saving King's Dominion, something like that. So, yeah, yeah. go listen to that. Okay, right. number three. This one comes as no shock to anyone. America's Rock and Roller Coast, Cedar Point. I mean, let's see. You got Millennium Force, Maverick, Dragster, Raptor, that piece of garbage RMC in the back. Guys, I want to say something. I want to say something. If you listen to this show and you're concerned about Jack's mental stability, you don't need to be like he he says this stuff just to get on y'all's nerves. He 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 doesn't think Steel Vengeance is hot garbage. It's It's in the top twenty-five. It's not hot garbage. I just 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 because exactly. He he thinks it's a little overrated, so he's gonna call it hot garbage to just rile people up. Same thing with El Toro. El hey, Toro we don't talk about that. Shush, be quiet. No, shush, stop. It's not even in his. It's not in his top fifty, but he doesn't think it's hot garbage. He just thinks it's overrated. It is totally hot garbage. No, I've heard him say this stuff to me. He's told me it's a good ride, but it wasn't anywhere near what it lived up to be. He has said that to me. He does this stuff to get on people's nerves. Don't worry about him. Continue. Well. <laughs> Come on, people are waiting to hear about Cedar Point. Mean Streak was better than Steel Vengeance. That's all there is to say, folks. Hey, this is what I'm talking about. Like... <laughs> no, everything Chris just said is true. I do love just making people like go nuts because... I have some opinions that most people don't agree with, and I just love making people get riled up about it. So that is true. Um, no, Steel Vengeance is a good ride. Is it the it's best coaster at the park? No. Is it the best RMC? In my opinion, no. The, so take that as you will. The park as a whole is fantastic. The setting's amazing. They've got one of the best overall coaster collections you're going to find anywhere on Earth. I mean, there really is nothing not to love about this park. Just everything is as close to perfect as you can get for a coaster park. Mm-hmm. So, all right, uh, we'll get to Cedar Point in a minute for me. But my number three is Jack's Home Park, Dollywood. Um, so, as far as atmosphere goes, my first time going to Dollywood, I thought that there's nothing better. Like you can't beat it. And then I went to another park that we'll get to in a little bit, but. Um, yeah, Dollywood's atmosphere is probably my second favorite. Um, Lightning Rod, we were already talking about it. It's in my top three. Thunderhead is a really good GCI. Wild Eagle is a really good wing coaster, despite what everybody says. 
Tennessee Tornado is my favorite arrow. Sorry, Magnum fanboys. Fire Chaser's good. Mystery Mind, even though it's rough, is pretty good. You know, Wildwood Grove is a pretty nice area. Uh, Craftsman's Valley is really nice to just walk down. So Dollywood is just a really nice, charming park with a really solid coaster collection. And Lightning Rod really pushes it over the top, giving it an elite coaster. That's like the thing that really gets it into the top five park category for me. Yeah, I agree with that. So now on to my number two. This was my favorite park for a long time. And then I went to another park. It's still really close to being my favorite park. And we're talking about Knott's Berry Farm. And almost the entire reason this park gets ranked so high for me is Ghost Town. Which is like the majority of the park anyway. Yeah, it's like so. 75% of the park. So really, yeah. Uh, Ghost Town is, the whole park is amazing. I love the atmosphere. Um, Ghost Town, like, just getting to play Ghost Town alive, you can ask my dad i did it for three hours i did not ride a coaster for three hours i just played ghost town alive i love that park so much i love the land so much like it's like walking like walking around in a wild west town just made me so happy plus you've got ghost rider which is just one of the best wooden roller coasters on the planet period and you've got accelerator hang time silver bullet i mean those four are fantastic and then a really good supporting lineup. Jaguar is just a ton of fun and weird. Montezuma's Revenge is just awesome. Pony Express is great. Uh, I mean, everything is good. Plus, I got my 200th coaster at that park, so I do have a little special place for it. Um, but yeah, I love nuts. There's just nothing about that park is bad. Everything <laughs> is fantastic. It is so well themed. Like. I wouldn't if you like if I weren't an enthusiast and you took me to like CGA one day and not the next, I could not tell you that they were owned by the same people. Yeah. So it, it really does seem like the uh, the theme park uh, of Cedar Fair for sure, as far yeah. as atmosphere and theming goes. Uh, I anticipate that to be considered a hot take by a lot of people since you have it over Cedar Point. I haven't been to Knott's Berry Farm. I need to, for sure. Ghost Rider looks awesome. So I could definitely see it being up there for me as well. Um, yeah, like one random thing. like So you know how like all the other Cedar Fair parks, the ride operators all wear like the black shorts and the red shirt? All themed uniforms. Oh, yeah. Nope, forget the red polo. Nope, everyone is in full costume. The Ghost Rider... Our IDOPs are in like full cowboy stuff. And the accelerators looks like they stepped straight out of the 1950s with their Poindexter stuff. It's, yeah, mm -hmm. like perfect. Yeah. It looks like an awesome park. So I definitely need to get there in the future. All right. My number two is uh, Cedar Point. Um, Jack already talked about a lot with his number three, but, you know, the coaster collection is probably the best I've seen. Steel Vengeance, fantastic. Millennium Force, fantastic. Maverick, great. Top Throw Dragster is just super fun. Raptor is an awesome invert. Gatekeeper is pretty good. Valraven's pretty good. Ruguru is pretty good. Magnum's pretty good. And then from there down, it's just like at least decent coasters to fill it out, which is, you know, solid. Um, 
atmosphere wise yeah it's got a good atmosphere i wouldn't say that it's got a fantastic atmosphere but it really is the coaster lineup that puts cedar point so high for me um plus it's you know got this unique location as a peninsula with lake erie around it that gives it bonus points it is just a really awesome park um one of the best coaster lineups there is for sure and steel vengeance you know in my top five so gives it extra points and then it's got i think at least two more in my top or two more in my top 10 and i think dragster's in my top 25 so it is definitely an awesome park but doesn't get the number one spot because number one just does everything perfect and uh we have Jack. the same number one, so yeah. we'll talk about it together. Uh, and that is Silver Dollar City. There is no place better, except maybe Dollywood, in my nope. opinion. Uh, yeah, Silver Dollar City uses the terrain. Awesome. You know, it's just a beautiful park. That The thing that gives it a little edge over Dollywood for me is that the park is pretty much entirely covered in the main pathways which i love dollywood you know it's just got um the area with eagle and and fire chaser it's a little less little less foliage while silver Dollar city is completely covered which really gives it a, an edge for me because i love that time traveler you know my number one coaster it's fantastic outlaw run is top tier rmc for sure uh powder keg is really fun wildfire is really good now they've got Mystic River Falls, which is cool. Thunderation's cool. And it's just, it really is the perfect park for me. Like, atmosphere and coasters meshing perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten to, so let's see. Yeah, Time Traveler is in my top five. It's fantastic. Outlaw is my second favorite RMC. Wildfire is criminally underrated and super picturesque. Um especially if you got to see it the way I got to see it. Um, powder keg is the launch. Oh my gosh. Yes. Front row powder um, keg is great airtime. Yeah. And I got to write it like three times in the front. It was awesome. Um, let's see. Probably my biggest hot take is I think uh, blazing fury is better than fire in the hole. Uh, come at barely me. a hot take. That's barely a hot take. Uh, let's see. What else? Mystic river falls is great. Um, Thunderation, probably the best mine train there is. It's the whole park is great. Uh, the atmosphere is fantastic. Really, the thing it's very similar to Dollywood, but it's also extremely different because Silver Dollar City is almost entirely a craftsman's valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good way of putting it. In that because Craftsman's Valley is probably, other than Jukebox Junction, probably my favorite area of that park, even though there's not a big coaster, just because it's so nice to walk under there. Silver Dollar City really does just feel like a big Craftsman's Valley. Yeah, well, I mean, Craftsman's Valley is my favorite section of the park at Dollywood, like, beats all the other ones for sure. Um, Really, I can kind of explain why Dollywood has less trees than Silver Dollar City, and it's all down to a construction side of things because of how the parks are built and how, where, where they are. Because Silver Dollar City is on top of a hill, whereas Dollywood is built inside of the valleys around hills, which just makes construction different, where Silver Dollar City can leave a lot more trees than Dollywood can when they're building yeah. rides. But I agree, there is definitely a lot more shade at Silver Dollar City, 
Um, I did kind of like the whole, like, it was all Craftsman's Valley type feel. I think, honestly, my biggest, like, probably my least favorite thing about that park was it did kind of feel a little repetitive looking in places, which made it easy to get lost. Um, that, 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 that was literally the biggest complaint I can have, though. Yeah, it has a weird layout, so. Um, so that's, like, it's fantastic. I mean, the whole park is amazing. And if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen my aerial pictures of the park, which I was fortunate to get, actually, with one of the guests we had on the show. Uh, again, go back and listen to, like, episode five, where we had my friend David on. And David took me up in his plane and let me get some pictures of the park. Um, and it's just awesome. Really does give you an idea of just how many trees there are. Mm -hmm. um but yeah so i love that park it's fantastic i want to go back now <laughs> mm -hmm. also i said this when the, i guess it was when we had the drunk riders on outlaw run might be the best night ride in the world i didn't get to ride it at night so can't confirm but yeah probably i mean pitch black Pit, darker than beast Darker than Voyage, darker than Lightning Rod. Hitch I want to ride Wildfire at Calm Water that night, though. I don't think we'll ever get that chance. But if we I don't do, think so either, but that'd be, I think that would be in contention, too. Oh, I'm sure. Anyway, so yeah, there's our park rankings. Um, that's fun. I mean, I like ranking stuff because it gives us content when we don't have stuff to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's the bailout option. Yep. That being right. said, though, yeah, park rankings were fun. We follow got, us. Yes, follow us. Uh, it is at Twisted Traveler, but the R at the end is an one on Twitter. And then Instagram is at Twisted underscore Travelers. Make sure you follow us because immediately after we finished recording this tonight, we're jumping on and we're going to do a live stream while Chris builds a nano coaster and I edit this week's show. Yep. So yeah, make sure you follow us on there. Keep up on, on the content. We'll be posting stuff on there from Luminites this weekend and Hershey in the next couple weeks. So get ready for that. Yeah. Anything you want to add this week? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, in that case, thank you all for listening. And uh, yeah, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.